Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Malou. This episode of the Raptors Everything Podcast is brought to you by our official sponsor, Kentucky Fried Chicken, the new official food of basketball. So make sure you're never missing buckets. Order yours at kfc.ca and get it before tip-off. So I'm recapping the Toronto Raptors' 127-81 win over the Indiana Pacers. Um, And look, on this program, we have a very special show to deal with results like this, where the Raptors set a franchise record for the biggest win in franchise history. Somehow this is bigger than the Bruno win. Um, and joining me to, uh, I mean, let's be honest, we're not even slandering. We're just trying to recap the game because this whole game was slander. Asad, how you doing, man? I'm doing well, man. And honestly, I've been trying trying to figure out how to slander the Pacers for like the last hour since watching this game. But right. That game was, like, honestly, the only way to sum it up is, and I had to crowdsource this, to be honest, because very difficult to analyze this game. Uh, shout out to at uh, Premi Key. Uh, he said, uh, the Pacers, they just suck. <laughs> Yo, they're not good. They're not good. I I, I don't know what's going on with them. Uh, they had Oladipo come back, and that kind of messed up their flow for a bit. Uh, but they had been losing a little bit. Then they beat the Bucks, although Giannis didn't play. But they beat the Bucks, still pretty good. Uh, and then I think they beat like another team. But yeah, they've just—I um, don't know what's going on with this team. They're supposed to be an Eastern Conference contender. They're supposed to be in that group that's talked about with Philly and Boston and Toronto and Milwaukee. Bro, they don't. I mean, look at the scoreline: one twenty-seven to eighty-one. It looks like a typo. It looks like the computer glitched or something because. Um, uh, this team just they didn't even put up a fight they were down 15 to 1 they called timeout then they were down 28 to 6 and then it just like got worse from there somehow um, like you know you know what's bad when the score in the first quarter starts resembling the other team's like win loss record <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yo basically i honestly like the raptors have played the hawks they played the Cavs, they play the Pistons, they play some bad teams. None of them lost this badly, man. And I mean, what's I, going I, on? I, I will dispute this. You said that you know the people who are saying Indiana's in the class of you know Boston, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and you know this would dissuade you to that. Um, I don't know. I think this is firmly in the class of uh, Philadelphia. Oh, wow! Wow! <laughs> yeah. Please refer to uh, November when there was another uh, classic episode of the Raptors Reaction Podcast where it was uh, just purely slander. Look, man, um, where do you want to start with this thing? So I, I, I put out a poll on Twitter. Unfortunately, the poll function on Twitter only allows for four options, but there were many, many uh, comical moments f- from this game, I would say. I'm going to give you the, f- the four that I had listed, okay? So uh, at one point, Rondé Hollis Jefferson crossed up uh, Goga Bizate, who sounds like a, a Yu-Gi-Oh card, and... Um, got inside for a layup and Herbie Kuhn on the PA system literally laughed on the microphone. He went ha 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 Hollis Jefferson with the layup. Alright, so that's option one. Option two, Rondé Hollis Jefferson hit a 
turnaround baseline jumper, fadeaway as well, like Kevin Durant. All right, and he actually made it. This is Rodney Hollis Jefferson we're talking about. Okay, well, I got to stop you for a second because there's like okay. a banging noise in the background. Are the Pacers still out there getting shots up? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's actually Nate McMillan uh, just like forcibly spanking the team, uh, each one <laughs> in the butt right now. Um, no, and then uh, option three, there is Nick Nurse issuing for a coach's challenge up 28 points with three minutes left in the third quarter. Actually, it turned out to be a successful challenge. Uh, Pascal Siakam was erroneously called for a charge. Instead, it was an and one, so the Raptors got up 31. Great challenge by Nick Nurse. Or option four, um, MVP chance for Stanley Johnson. Stanley Johnson got fouled. He shot some free throws. And one person, I, I wouldn't say chance. Chance is rude. Just It's just one person, but one person in the crowd very, very loudly chanted MVP for Stanley Johnson. And Stanley went... Uh, what did Stanley go? Two for two in the free throw line. So a, a great boost of uh, confidence. Out of those four options, what was the most? Uh, what was the rudest moment from this game? Yo, Stanley Johnson getting MVP <laughs> chance is absolutely wild. <laughs> no, we have the like, best fan base. We have the best fan base. That proved it right there. <laughs> Stanley Johnson was oh. out there looking like Captain Ginyu. He was built, and he was just chucking. Oh my and god! They were up by forty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like the Pacers could have gotten a forty to zero run and lost by six points. <laughs> Yo, that's actually how I thought the third quarter would turn out because the Raptors, you know, similar to that Jazz game um, when the Raptors were up forty at halftime. This time the Raptors are only up thirty-one at halftime. I thought the Raptors would come out a little bit soft, let the other team come into it, and then blow them back out. But the Raptors basically allowed three layups, and it was like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> then they got the Yo, lead back in the to third 30. quarter. There was a point where the Pacers actually made like four baskets in a row, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, here's the comeback. They're down 30. Yeah, <laughs> no, it didn't happen. It <laughs> just stopped. Twenty six. Oh man, uh, I mean, like, it, you're talking about a game where Matt Thomas uh, in the fourth quarter <laughs> single-handedly outscored every single player individually <laughs> on their team. Uh, Matt, Matt Thomas scored 70 in the fourth quarter. No Pacer scored what more than 14 points. Uh, no, that was uh, all-star center, DeMontis Sabonis, with uh, 14 points in 31 minutes. I-, I don't know why Nate McMillan decided to put his only all-star to play most of the fourth quarter against the likes of Malcolm Miller and O'Shea Brissett and Stanley Johnson and Paul Watson. Shout out to him. Uh, he got a great block today. Uh, he's been, I think, the Raptors' new two-way guy. He's actually playing pretty well in the G League right now. Um, but, yeah, man. Uh, Sabonis played a lot in the fourth quarter, and so he got to 14 points. But hey, honestly, I mean, for Toronto fans, it's it's got to be a sight to see to finally see a Lithuanian big man play in the fourth quarter. Oh, wow, wow, wow! Sabonis hive. <laughs> what happened to Sabonis hive? Who was the guy who uh, you you DM me yesterday? Who had a surprising hive? A oh, Zubac hive. Oh, Zubac hive. Right, right, right. <laughs> Clipper fans are <laughs> Clippers. Talk about the Clippers. Um, oh, losing to you know who the hell they lose to last night? They lost to the Sacramento Kings for the, the second Kings. consecutive wow. time. They've lost them twice in a row now. The Kings. Yeah. But hey, it's it's honestly Doc Rivers needs to play Zubac more in the fourth oh, quarter. That's that's a difference, man. He could be their JV. <laughs> um, they need yeah. to trade Zubac for Marc Gasol. I I do enjoy that the Clippers have uh, only wings that only shoot the ball and nobody passes and no point guards actually. Play defense on that team, except for Patrick Beverly, who just claps on defense. And uh, then they have no big men to deal with, uh, you know, uh, the likes of um, – who was the guy on the Kings that was beating them? 
Uh, Rashawn Holmes? Uh, no, 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 no. Harry Giles. Oh, no. Harry Giles. You can't, Harry Giles you, can't, you can't contain Harry Giles, man. He's he's like if Embiid, you know, had Imodium. Like, it's, it's, H2O, it's impossible. H2O, baby, H2O. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Oh, oh his number is 20. <laughs> so oh, the Kicks that... broadcast calls him H2O. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, back to this game. So, the Raptors yeah. won by 46. Um, Matt Thomas, as you mentioned, outscores every single player on the Pacers. Um... And if you look at it, the Pacers, if you took away the Holiday brothers, who had a combined 26 points, um, yeah, the Pacers just had a bunch of guys. Let me just read their score lines, all right? Uh, T.J. Warren, 7. Miles Turner, who looked a lot like Black Barniani today, 7 points. 9 points for Brogdon. I, I, he looks banged up, just hurt. Like, he's just missing a lot of shots. T.J. Leaf, 1 point. Uh, A. Johnson, uh, 0 uh, Doug McDermott, a, a classic Raptor killer, only eight points. Uh, Goga Bitaze, four points. TJ McConnell, zero. Jeremy Lamb, five. Actually, Lamb, unfortunately, he got hurt, so hopefully he's okay. No signer for him. It was a bit of an unfortunate play where Terrence Davis tried to chase him down at the rim on a fast break, and Lamb had to uh, leave the game. But he did shoot the free throws, so, you know, respect to him. But, yeah, no no signer for Jeremy Lamb. But I'm just telling you, like, that that, that is the scoreline outside of Simonos had 14, Aaron Holiday had 14, Justin Holiday had 12, and Matt Thomas had 17. Um, Matt Thomas now shooting 51% from three on the season. Uh, what are your thoughts on Matt Thomas? Give me give me the in-depth breakdown of Matt Thomas. Honestly, he's been pretty disappointing this year. I expected more. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, you might you might see me and Will lose mentions from time to time, you know, okay. saying Matt Thomas has been heavy, highly disappointing this year. You know, I expected him to come out shooting at least 70 to 80%. Um, right now, he's probably on academic probation. Uh, oh my god! This, you know, man, this man putting up a one point three GPA with a three point <laughs> percentage. Um, he had a turnover late in the game. That's inexcusable. Wow! Uh, How dare you, know, you? You like you got to tighten it up, man. Like seventeen points. Why not twenty? Yeah, why not? Where were the other three points, Matt? You know, he was he, he was passing a couple of shots uh, during the end of the fourth quarter, and I'm just thinking, why? Why? I have the confidence to shoot all those, but um, yeah, Matt Thomas is a real fan favorite. It's it's almost like Bruno in a way because I feel like everyone's just expecting him to do that one thing, and unlike Bruno, it's like not just like do anything competent basketball wise, but actually make a three pointer. And like I don't know, the crowd went nuts when he made a three that put the Raptors up thirty five, <laughs> and then he made a bunch of more threes, and the Raptors won by forty six. So Matt Thomas is awesome. Um, Rondé. Did you know Rondé was such a such a good passer? He had well, some very you know, nice interior he, passes. He lost he doesn't he lost his wallet, so he has nowhere to put all his dimes. So he just dropped wow, them all. Wow! Wow! Very good. But apparently, there's a thousand dollar cash reward if you return Rondé Hollis Jefferson's wallet. <laughs> wow, man! You get more for returning Rondé's wallet than you do for guarding LeBron James. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, <laughs> Shout out wow. to Mario. Shout out to Mar, man. $100. One Chris Benjamin. <laughs> One singular bill for guarding LeBron. Uh, actually, I'm an American, yo. You get a John A. McDonald. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They're putting two Robert Bordens in your hand. It's done. <laughs> That's it. Uh, what else happened in this game? Um, Serge Ibaka rebounded really well. Oh, Serge, uh, then, like, you know, he was just surgical to start the game. Mm. Uh, 
no pun intended. But like honestly, like starting from the top of the game, like it was hilarious just like how bad the Pacers defense was. Like these guys did not show up to play at all. Yep. Where they would guard the very first action. Mm-hmm. So they would play five seconds of defense in every shot clock. Yep. And then completely forget. So Kyle and Serge run like a little pick and pop. Uh Kyle gives it to Serge. Serge doesn't have anything, passes it right back to Kyle. And Kyle instantly passes it back to Serge, who's now rolling down the middle. Yep. Empty. Like the Pacers managed to guard a possession and then give up an open uh, <laughs> open cut straight down the middle of the bait like 20 times this game. Yep. <laughs> Where Fred Van Vliet's finishing at the rim through three guys on a cut straight down the middle of the paint, catching a lob from Kyle Lowry. Yabba dabba doo. Like that happened. That happened in the game. A lot of things happened in this game. Listen, a lot of things happened in this game. The interior passing, I got to say, was probably the prettiest part of it. Raptors only had uh, 32 assists. It felt like 52 um, Siakam and Hollis Jefferson in particular, I feel like just like th- this is what I'm talking about. Like it, it, their like interior defense was just terrible. Like they would always send two people to the post, and then it's just like one quick shovel pass to whoever standing in the Ben Simmons spot, and they would just dunk the ball. And it was like they they done that like ten times in this game, to the point where the Pacers had to play zone for like pretty much the entire second half. And I I thought actually that was probably the only useful thing to come out of this game. Other than you know, you got to win whatever you beat it. You you get the um, the playoff tiebreaker or whatever. I don't care. I mean, it's not like the Raptors going to finish six with Indiana. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the only useful thing that came out of it was the Raptors got to play like four, twenty minutes of zone offense, and I thought they were really good at that. Um, this is the only attempt I will make at, at legitimate basketball analysis. What what did you think of their zone offense? Uh, I thought it was they did a really good job of finding Rondé in the middle and then cutting baseline. Mm-hmm. So like they got a lot of rim looks. Yep. Like on the baseline, attacking the zone, which is like you know something you need to be able to do, um, uh, especially against certain teams that you're going to match up against. Boston does a lot of zone. Mm-hmm. Miami basically only does zone because they can't guard one on one. Nope. Um, oh, well, hold on. Are, they got they got Andre Godala now, man. Yeah, no. So thirty-eight year old Andre Godala. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait till Terrence Davis like crisps his ankles and nails a three-pointer with 23 seconds left on the shot clock <laughs> man terrence davis had a, a crazy dunk attempt today man it was it would have brought the house down terrence davis like oh i'm about to get subbed out okay let me just try to commit this one murder real quick yep <laughs> oh oh buddy but yeah honestly like the raptors did a really good job of um like screening screening the wing guys on the zone mm-hmm. to get the open open threes yep and they're shot ready. So, like, the one biggest thing was, like, know when you're shot ready. And there was a little bit of sloppiness, I won't lie. Oh, but no. it was 46. generally pretty good where they were able to get into the middle of the zone. Yep. And when they knew that the zone collapsed, mm-hmm. they were pretty – like, they were decently good at getting the ball to where the open shooter was going to be. Yep. Uh, there are a couple turnovers here and there. Rondé at one point threw the ball out of bounds. No reason. Uh, yeah, I mean, that play, he had Matt Thomas open in one corner and Terrence Davis open in a wing. And he threw it out of bounds. But, look, listen, Rondé had a great game. No slander to Ronda. He he had a great game. Please find his wallet and his headband. He lost his headband halfway through this game. Oh man! Yeah, wow. Just losing piece by piece. Uh, you know what? what? Well, well, the thing is, it's hard to talk too much about one game. I would my I would rather talk about the fact that the Raptors have won three straight now against Indiana in the course of seven games. Um, super weird that they've played a whole playoff series against them and, and basically swept them. Um. Are you who? Are you afraid of anybody on the Pacers? Honestly, no. 
because they just like the thing is the Pacers at the end of the day they just like they lack um, a certain type of like finish to their game mm. where it's like like I think it's just a talent gap maybe where maybe. it's like they can run in action they can do whatever they need to do but there's just like a talent gap at each position and they're kind of small at a lot of positions too especially yeah. on the wings like their wings are small they're kind of uh, big but they also play super small like yeah like TJ Warren got he's like six eight. By, but by OG Ananobi and Terrence Davis for rebounds consistently this yep, game. Yep. Which is like, okay, and like I get it, you're taking a lot of scoring load, but in this game, I don't even know if there was much scoring load. Like, I mean, can you call it scoring load when no one's scoring? He was tired after scoring seven points, man. What can you do? Yeah. Yo, honestly, like it's sad. Like the Raptors could drop their like the Raptors could drop any of the four quarters they played mm-hmm. and win the game. I think <laughs> if they if you like if you took quarters two to four or one to three, uh-huh. they would have still won this game. Yep, yep. Yep. That's how the math works. Uh, you're an accountant, so you would know. Literally any of the four quarters, just drop any of them, and the Raptors still would have won. They won this game in three quarters. I mean, bro, they won a quarter by 22 points, and then they won another quarter by nine points, and then they won another quarter by 16 points. Like, it was bad. Um, you know, honestly, I like Sabonis' game. I think he's a good player, uh, but I can't help but notice that Serge Ibaka, who is not an all-star, who generally comes off the bench, has now outplayed him in three straight games. Your thoughts on this, Serge Ibaka? Okay, the one thing I do, I, I feel like we discredit big men a lot when they mm. play on less talented teams or, like, with inadequate spacing. Sure, okay. Like, if you're a big guy, and this goes to Joel Embiid, too, like, like we slander a lot and whatnot, but, like, these are, like, Sabonis is a very talented big man. Oh, yeah, right? definitely. And honestly... I'd probably, like him and Ibaka head-to-head, I'd probably take him over Ibaka. Okay. Yeah, basically almost any time. Okay. The only thing is, like, Ibaka's playing in a system where everybody knows their role. He's got great spacing. Mm-hmm. And, like, he knows when the passes are coming to him. And everybody's playing off of him, right? That's true. So bonus this game, he's going to get the ball. He knows, like, he turns around. He's facing a double. He's facing, like, a soft triple. He's got help guys. He's got guys digging in. Yep. And when he goes to look for the pass, the guy's not in the right spot. Or there's inadequate spacing. So even if he's passing to that guy, they're not hitting the shot. Mm. So for big guys it's really easy to look bad when your team is playing bad okay because like suddenly you go from being the hub of an offense that can make everything kind of like zoom and you're getting easy little like uh one dribble buckets Mm. on -on one-on-ones to Mm. like holy crap i'm hounded every possession and i can't do anything with it wow okay that's fair what about miles turner today seven points three of ten shooting all four from three uh three post-ups he had against kyle Lowry or fred van vliet and could not score on either of those uh or any of those three uh miles turner again like miles turner i think he's been most effective against the raptors when you know they put him in the corner Mm -hmm. um and you know to shoot threes as long as he hits four threes a game he's really useful otherwise it's kind of difficult for him in this matchup Mm. um like what are you supposed to say like when like it's hard to post up kyle lowry it's hard to post up fred van vliet especially when you're only seven feet tall (laughs) um like what are you supposed to do like turn around and like you know, reach over and put the ball in the basket. That's difficult, that's man. That's a lot to ask for, man. That's yeah, a, like, what are you going to do? For. Like, just bend over this table-sized human? <laughs> um, like, you can only do so much, right? So. I, I mean, it's and you're right, man. I mean, especially when they bring in six foot five Rondé Hollis Jefferson as the backup center. Like, it's it's pretty much over for you, man. The amount of times that uh, Turner tried to... I mean, there were plays where Turner and Sabonis tried to go at even Chris Boucher in the post. And Boucher is not that great at guarding the post. And Boucher would just straight up block them. It was kind of sad to watch. And then the guy that maybe the saddest, to be honest, was Malcolm Brogdon, who we know he's capable of doing some real damage against the Raptors. I thought he was probably the Bucks, 
he was the Bucks' second best player in that in that playoff series. And um, you know, obviously his role is different on this team, but he just like straight line drive tried to like get past Fred Van Vliet. And usually he's very strong, he's very good with the dribble, and he's got size, but. He just he couldn't go anywhere, man. I, I thought Brogdon was terrible today. But I'll be honest, this is the entire Bucks. Like that was the not Bucks, sorry, the entire Pacers team. I gotta save that for Tuesday's podcast. Well, the oh, entire wow. Pacers team. I'm gonna call you lifeless. again. Like straight up lifeless. Yeah. Like they clearly enjoyed themselves last night wherever they were. I don't know if they're <laughs> on a back to back. I don't know if they spend the night in Toronto. Uh-huh. But they literally they came out. They had nothing. Nothing. Um, they were down they, fifteen to one, bro. They were stuck on like, like six they blew, points they, for the whole they quarter. Blew two open layups in the first quarter. Yeah. Like just blew them. Like they missed open like, like free throws they couldn't make. They were going zero for two on free throws. My favorite was I think TJ Warren uh, before the half or at the end of the first quarter or something like that. Mm. Um, got the ball and uh, like up the floor and took a three pointer at the buzzer and just air ball <laughs> like from the wing. And I'm like, man, why did you even shoot it? Like you guys just don't have it. Like just don't shoot it. Yeah. Or, or do the thing where you intentionally wait for the buzzer to sound and then chuck it late. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's oh. uh. It's bad. It's bad, man. TJ Warren also has some some real acne that, uh, you know, when you put him on the jumbotron, it, it's it's very clear. But okay, let's KFC bucket of the game then. A um, lot of buckets. Uh, I, I might have to go with honestly all five of Matt Thomas's threes. Like that's basically what turned this game from like a regular thirty point blowout, which is like cool, to like holy crap, Matt Thomas is scoring seventeen points on all jumpers. Uh, in the fourth quarter, and the Raptors have set a new franchise record with 46 points. Is there a, is there a KFC bucket that stands up for you? For me, uh, there were two buckets that just, like, when the game actually still kind of mattered, mm. even though, you know, like, like how many buckets really were there in the first three minutes of the game, but, you know. <laughs> Yo, I, felt, I swear to God, the Pacers were down 20 for the whole game. I've never watched a game like this before. It was 17-3. to three. Oh, it was 15-1. to one. Just brutal. Oh, one. my God. But, yeah, I think the Kyle shooting from the logo was hilarious Ooh, to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was uh, good. And then I think one of my favorite was, I think it was early in the second half. It was Yeah, it was early in the second half in the third quarter. Siakam gets the ball on the wing. Miles Turner's, like, playing him in, like, a drop, mm. like, daring him to shoot. Uh, so Siakam takes a couple dribbles, tries to, like, set up the drive. He says, like, it's not happening. And then just like launches into a step back mid range jumper, and I was like, "Oh, buddy!" As soon yeah, as that went in, buddy. I just like literally left that laugh. Yo, listen, that's Siakam face up game. It's coming back, man. It's coming back. I'm telling you, it's coming back. We saw it obviously uh, against the Suns, and uh, yeah, I mean he didn't have to do that much today, but uh, yeah, this the was... Raptors really realized just like how bad the like how completely out of it the Pacers was because they were just overpassing on offense. They were just like, "Yo, let's try to get like." the best possible bucket we can get like screw it like just passing out a good shots to try yep. to get even like better more disrespectful shots yep bro i mean the, the things that ronde was doing to this team like when ronde shoots above 50 percent against you you have just failed at, at basketball man i don't know who ronde crossed over in the fourth quarter to get uh to a layup it was a go go bataze who i always oh. invas- imagine as a uh, flaming and pachi for some reason <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> shout out, oh, Fl- shout out, yeah. Flaming Apache. Yeah, I was more of a charcoal and Apache guy, but whatever. oh wow, okay, yeah, twenty one hundred, twenty one hundred defense. Oh, okay, all right, three stars. Anyways, whatever. That's, that's, all right, <laughs> deleted, deleted. Um, <clears throat> uh, let's go to the three stars. Let's go to the three stars. Uh, my first star, I'm giving that to uh, uh, a lot of good options here. Mm, I might give it to Ronde. 
Uh, yeah, whatever. I'll give it to Rondé. 12 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. I'm only going by guys who made the most highlights, all right? Three stars is just highlights right now. And Rondé had some very highlight plays. Turnaround jumper, the crossover, you know, um, him getting <laughs> – what's his name? Uh, Herbie to, like, l- just laugh on the PA system was quite a highlight for me. So, um, yeah, Rondé gets my first star. Who's, who's the second star tonight? Uh, second star tonight. Oh, man, this is so difficult. So many stars. Uh, I'm gonna give it to Terrence Davis. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. There was at one point where Terrence just like went full speed crossover and then left hand layup. Mm. Um, oh with, yeah. With contest and it was just like, oh buddy, off the glass. And I was like, God damn. Yep. Like Terrence, my favorite thing about Terrence is he comes in the game and he just starts shooting right away. Yeah. And he's just money. Like he made, I think, his first two threes, and I was like, oh, it's a bad day. He's that just makes Powell. you laugh. Just like how how is this allowed? <laughs> Yo, he was undrafted, man. The Pacers, uh, I mean, they took uh, Goga Bataze with a first-round pick. Man, poor Goga. He's getting uh, destroyed. I mean, unfortunately for, for Goga Bataze, yeah. It's like uh, if you put Fleming and Pachi in defense position today, that was really his defense. Uh, TJ Leaf, also a first-round pick. I think TJ Leaf was picked right before OG Ananobi. Oh, man. Yeah, TJ that- Leaf was on the Pacers? Uh, you know, they have a quota every year. Oh, man. The Leafs have had a, just a bad time in Scotiabank <laughs> Arena the last two games. Oh, my God. Yo, honestly, we, me, and, <laughs> me and Alex were talking about it on press row. Uh, is Matt Thomas scoring 17 points in a quarter against you <laughs> in a game where you lose by 46? The equivalent of losing to the Zamboni driver? Is that what is? Nah, man. I think I think uh, <laughs> Stanley Johnson getting the MVP chant, that's, that's the equivalent. <laughs> Oh, before uh, we go on any more stars, though, honorable yeah. mention uh, Paul Watson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great block. Because he blocked the living shit out of somebody. <laughs> yep. I I don't know who it was, unfortunately. And it's unfortunate because he blocked – I think he blocked it so hard it deflated the ball because then his next open three, he was short. Mm, uh, yeah. It's unfortunate because I was hoping he'd get a bucket. But, he, oh, my God. He's still waiting on the first NBA bucket. He has a free throw. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, it's coming for him. I, I like Paul. I think he's uh, he's going to be a good piece for the Raptors. Um, and then the third star, again, a lot of places you can go with this, but uh, only one man got MVP chance. Stanley. No, <laughs> no, Stanley the first star? <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, uh, I'll give it to Serge. 15 and 15, an assist, oh, a block. You know, honestly, Serge Ibaka having a career year in his 11th season is incredible, man. Serge is, like, becoming, like, a knockdown three-point shooter now for no yeah. reason. Yeah. Just deciding, ah, you know what? I'm just going to make these. And he's, like, actually making good passes. His rebounding's at a career rate. Like, everything is great for Serge, man. Yeah. And yeah. my favorite thing about Serge is just, like, how little hesitation he has. Where if yep. he catches it, it is going up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think my favorite addition to his game is, like, the pump, pump fake drive. Mm. Yeah, like, yeah. He has really, really, really started to do that, like, with, like, legitimate speed. Yeah. And, like, accuracy when he goes down with, like, some sort of pass out of it if he needs to. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was something, like, two years ago. As soon as Serge put the ball on the floor, you're like, oh, uh-oh. Oh, oh. They're like, this is a <laughs> no, charge. that's true. That's, that's facts. That's facts. <laughs> Where he's kneeing somebody in the chest to just going the other way. <laughs> There's just a hole in people's chests after, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, look, man, Serge improving at, at, his, uh, at his age is just incredible, you know, and it's it's actually amazing. I think Serge is probably going to earn the same contract in free agency this year. He's probably one of the best free agents on the market. Like, would you rather get money to Serge or like Andre Drummond? I'm paying Serge 100. percent Yeah, one guy is like the second winningest player in like the whole decade. 
that's actually nuts. It's like him and him and LeBron are the guys with the two most wins. It's so unfortunate. The there's no like, there's no nice places with cap space this summer. Yeah, that's true. I don't want to see him on Charlotte or anything like that, man. Like, I don't know if Serge is going to move to Cleveland. Uh, well, no, I'm good. Uh, yeah, no, Serge is, uh, I mean, I don't know. There's got to be some team with some money. Hopefully it's the Raptors. We'll see. Yeah. All right, in terms of the uh, Gerald Henderson Award, this is going to be tough because that is usually awarded to the opposing player who goes off for an unexpected night. Um not a lot to choose from, so I'm going to give you some options. Uh, Doug McDermott, 8 points. Justin Holiday, 12 points. Uh, Jakar Sampson, 0.7 minutes, 1 rebound. Aaron Holiday, 14 points. You know, any of those. Uh, TJ Leaf with a single point in 5 minutes. Bruh. <laughs> what, Yo, what is this stat sheet? Uh, I mean, it, it looks bad. It, oh, God. It, it looks uh, really bad. Gerald, an unexpected night. Mm. Bruh. I, bruh. Uh, I know. This is not easy. Yo, this is. Okay, can we just not do that and instead give the Patrick Patterson award to an Indiana player? <laughs> the whole team? <laughs> yeah, you can do it the whole team, but well, like, TJ McConnell I, played eight minutes and had one assist. That well, was his stat. I, I was going to say, one guy who played a lot like Patrick Patterson, 7.7 rebounds on 0-4 shooting from three. Miles Turner, honestly, yo, but that is a Patrick Patterson ass line. I'm yo, I'm right just, there. I'm just happy that Joe Wolfond is on vacation. You know, oh. <laughs> just enjoying himself and didn't have to watch this. Oh man, oh buddy, I was gonna say actually, I, I, and I, asked, I hope he's on vacation on Tuesday when his Bucks also get trounced. Oh, so. his, his Bucks! Wow, <laughs> wow, Joe Wolfond. Um, yeah, he does love the Pacers, and and actually, uh, how many Pacers writers and. Uh, cover people like just like reporters and stuff can you actually name i was actually struggling to think of any other than joe wolf on honestly none the only pacers fan that i can ever think of is the one the one guy i met at the accounting conference a month ago who's super nice dude oh. um and then uh that one dude from the 2016 playoff series uh, oh my god yeah yeah, yeah. What is up with all these Canadian, Indian, Muslim Raptor fans? Yeah. They're everywhere. Man, you can't come on. And man. honestly, I, I, I respect that because there were so many Raptor fans <laughs> in that game. Uh, I, too, would be shocked if I saw that much diversity. Wow. Out of nowhere. Wow. Oh, buddy. Well, you know, yeah. you, you know he's got a TJ McConnell jersey. That's, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> And the TJ <laughs> How do how does the Pacers have all three TJs? Man, you gotta you gotta you gotta you know you gotta have a niche. This this how is this team not also sponsored by TJ Maxx? <laughs> they have three TJs, they score they combine for seven or eight points today. Oh god. Yeah. It's right. it's like you know, it's one of those things where like a lot like and I, I don't, like I've been like I understand I haven't done a slander pod in a while. Mm. Um, and it's been hard because the Raptors have just been like molly whopping so many of these yeah. teams. They're all so bad, and the problem is they beat them so badly. Where it's like, you know what? Maybe those teams are just like, like they just don't deserve to be slandered. I mean, yeah, like their existence is slander enough, right? Like <laughs> people come, people are like, yo, the Phoenix Suns, we got to slander them. <laughs> the Minnesota no, Timberwolves, on, we got to slander them. It's like, come, come on, on, man, come on, come on, man, come on. Uh, I got people. I had someone ask me to slander the Leafs last night, and I was like, come on now. All right, come on, man. What do, what do we look like here? We look like yeah. Live Laugh Leafs, which you can listen to on the Yahoo Sports Network. 
they uh, they do a post game podcast after every lease game, and uh, you know I'm not that interested in the lease, but I will definitely check out that episode when they lost to a Zamboni driver. <laughs> that's incredible. That's actually an incredible sporting story. That's like the kind of stuff that gets you interested in hockey. You know, like <laughs> first off, how is a Zamboni driver in the game? Um, how did he only get paid five hundred dollars? How is he after beating the team? He only got that paid five hundred dollars. Yeah, he only gets paid like five hundred dollars. But how after beating the team that he's employed by, he's going to work the next day to then play goalie for that team? I that doesn't even make sense to me. I I don't even understand how is that like. <laughs> he shows up. He's like y'all some scrubs. Yeah, actually though, he's probably like if I were him, I'd probably just like let every goal in and be like, wow, you know. Uh, the least need to make the playoffs here, here I'm just going to leave the net wide open for you guys and I'm going to get a raise on driving the Zamboni but yeah I don't know man I, that's enough Leaf Talks for this uh, for this podcast uh, we could do a whole Leaf Slander podcast we really could but that would require me to know like more than three Leafs players TJ and... Leaf is that bad at basketball that we'd rather just <laughs> slander the actual Leafs than slander him are we sure TJ Leaf isn't better at hockey than basketball like you're telling me TJ Leaf couldn't like you know be a third line defenseman for the Leafs right now yeah. Well, I know if TJ Leaf was the backup goalie last mm. night, yeah, which Leaf would win? None. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to leave that question out there for those who actually watch the Leafs. Wow. Imagine. I don't. Imagine. I'm sorry. Actually, you know what? I'm sorry, Dad. My, my dad does watch the Leafs. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch the Raptors with my brother. <laughs> Stop watching the Leafs. Um, oh, all right. That does it for the podcast. Uh so thanks everyone for listening Asad uh, is there anything you want to plug or any uh, accounting advice you want to share like you know there's uh, uh, nah uh, you know it's okay. uh, Canadian tax deadlines April 30th yep. for the majority of people so yeah. you know make sure you get your taxes done mm-hmm. um, there's uh, you know a lot of goodies this year uh, a new budget a lot of bumped up benefits so oh, you know okay. All right. you might get some stuff that cool. you wouldn't have gotten in previous years which is nice um Oh, Nas Long didn't play. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, Nas true Long, yo. Yeah, he that's actually right. got a uh, Canada Hometown Hero welcome on the Scotiabank Arena board today. And I thought he was on the Pacers, but he's not. Yeah, man. He was just oh. in the stands as a fan, and they honored him. But he looked like he was sitting in the Sprite Zone. I I don't know. Canada basketball, man. Come hook up your man with some tickets. Come on. You can't get you can't Sunday night against the Pacers is a is a hot ticket. Hey, Mississauga's finest, man. Always respect. I mean he was watching from Mississauga, like what can I tell you? <laughs> this man was sitting out here on Ontario Street waiting for the light to change. And he saw Matt Thomas hit uh five threes. Alright, that does it for the podcast. Thanks everyone for listening. Once again, if you uh, haven't heard already, the Raptors Everything live call in show has changed times from Friday afternoons to uh monday uh evenings i guess at 6 p.m so you can listen for it tomorrow uh at 6 p.m you can watch live at the iowa sports canada youtube page as it was before where me and josh will take phone calls you can leave us messages on the kfc hotline if you would like to um you know just uh go on the yahoo sports canada instagram page drop us a voice note and we will probably play the question or comment uh on the show so watch out for that on monday Watch Run It Back. It's going to be a little bit delayed this week because we want to cover the Bucks game. Um, so we're going to record on uh, Wednesday instead of our usual Tuesday shooting schedule. And uh, also one more plug that uh, I will be teaching a course on how to cover basketball somehow. Um, okay, Professor Lou. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So you can check out more event 
details on that on my uh, on my Twitter page. But for now, big thanks to Assad for coming on the show. Big thanks to KFC for sponsoring the show. And I'll be back on uh, well on, on Tuesday after the Bucks game. Uh, well, hey, I'll is that Bucks? Is that Bucks game a home game or a road game? Oh, that's gonna be at home, baby. And that uh, one's at home. Oh, it's gonna be a beauty. Uh you know what? I think mm. that game's gonna be super interesting because I don't think I mean, the definitely. Bucks or the Raptors have played a competitive game in a long time. <laughs> They're probably just um, like, oh, thank God. Yeah, so yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting. I personally think Nick Nurse is going to do a lot of experimenting. Mm. Um, I like. I hope he goes for a win, but mm. I could also see him kind of hiding stuff, right? especially defensively. 48 but, minutes um, of Paul Watson on, um, on Giannis. Yeah, but if the Raptors do win that game, um, you know what? I'll, I'll be here on Tuesday. All right. All right. Um, well, and I will, I will happily... Um, you know, bring my cheese. I I got you on speed though. Then Wisconsin cheeseheads. Oh, that, I was gonna say I didn't know what that meant for a second. I didn't know what it meant either. Yeah, they Shout do. They do have a lot got of people. A mansion in Wisconsin. They, they do wear a lot of uh, cheeseheads, and I don't quite understand it. But man, they got nothing else there. They got beer and cheese. And Giannis <laughs> for cut, now. Cut this too. Fuck it. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks everyone for listening. Goodbye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. 
No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.